We are back from Iowa City. Max returns to see his first back in black. Uh, did you? What do you think when they were coming out of the tunnel? I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I was a huge baby about it. Me and Henry looked at each other. We both were like tearing up, crying. We're like, "Why are we such babies?" Like, dude, it was it was tough. Like, it's it's a it's such a weird experience watching it from the outside. But it was cool at the same time. It was very cool. Um, now you understand like why the, all the older guys that come before you say like, yeah, like it's the coolest experience of all time because it is, it definitely is. And you can see it from the outside and instead you can see how much it means to not only like the, the players, but um, fans as well. So it was pretty cool. How do you describe it? Obviously in the locker room, you're getting hyped before a game, like, like when you're, when you're on the team and then like coming out and you see the fans, like what's the difference between that? And like seeing, like seeing them come out, and knowing exactly like yeah. what that feeling is. Well, that's the cool part. Is like as a fan, it's almost more hype because um, when you're coming out of the locker room um, and the cameras on you, you really don't think anything of it because it's just like you and like the team. Like you're kind of hyping each other up, but like you know, people can see you, but you don't, you can't really see them until you turn that corner. And then, like, when you turn the corner and you start hearing all the noise and stuff, it's, I mean, it's sick. It, it's its the coolest feeling of all time. But, like, as a fan, you watch it, like, you get the you get goosebumps, you get the chills because you know exactly what's happening, what's what's the emotion that's running through their head, um, what's, what it's, what's, what it's going to feel like when they turn that corner and see the, see the crowd, see the fans ready to um, cheer for them. It, it's, it's definitely uh, – it's a wild, wild feeling – um, knowing both sides and being on the outside this time. Yeah, I mean it is so electric, but <laughs> yeah, the uh, the crowd was awesome all game, and oh, yeah. even like up to the the pouring rain at the end. Yeah, dude, it was like, me and Henry and uh, Henry's girlfriend Lauren. We were, um, I mean, we stayed to the last snap because like people were getting yeah. out of it pretty quick, and like, I mean, Iowa State usually blows it. And they almost did again. Um, I can't believe that. Like we, uh, we had a sideline penalty there. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> so stupid. That we'll could have been into the game. Yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get into that. But, but it was fun. It is cool. See, like it was an all-out downpour. Did you go poncho? No, I didn't oh, know. Go ahead. In the rain, I was wearing just a. I was wearing Riley Moss's polo. And then um, my like bucket hat, and then just like black shorts, and I in vans, and I was sopping. I actually forgot my vans, and I was sitting because I just didn't want to bring them on the plane because they were so wet. Yeah, it was just like screw it, dude. I'm leaving them. We looked down halfway through. We were like, why are our feet so wet? And like, <laughs> it was actually three inches of water at the bottom. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. I will say those were the. I I don't think I could ever sit up again. We sat yeah, front, I'm sure. You guys row. Like yeah, you were right everywhere on the big screen, dude. I saw you like eight times. <laughs> the guy kept it, the jumbotron guy. He was awesome. All right, good thing about front row, you can go right away or like just a little bit early. Make friends with the cops. <clears throat> Everyone who's on the field in front of you. So much fun. It was like Barda, Kim Reynolds was in front of us, uh, and then like half of the police force and all the military people who came in. So they were so cool the whole time. That's awesome. Giving it to the reps and the jumbotron guy was loving it. 
Also, disclaimer for everyone listening, we couldn't do a Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday show because our voices were just shot. Like actually shot. Like I, I on Sunday I couldn't talk to my parents over the phone. Couldn't talk to anyone over the phone. Um the drive to the airport was horrible. <laughs> and then the air like just being on an airplane, like the connecting flights, the two hour layover, I was just like it felt like I was in a blur. And then when I got home, it was like I felt awful and I couldn't yeah. talk. Um that next was a three day hangover. Work. Yeah. Next day I came to work, couldn't talk still. Someone called me. I was like, eh. like it was bad. <laughs> you get the but voice I, cracked. Yeah. Oh, yesterday. Yesterday was really bad with the voice cracks because like my voice halfway came back, and it was like it was bad. But uh, no, and, dude. Honestly, like Saturday was just like a grind. Like I didn't realize how hard it is to tailgate. Like we woke up at like ten o'clock. We we hit it pretty hard on Friday. Just like had fun. It was like fun seeing like my, my old friends and like we went out and had fun. And then um, felt pretty solid in the morning on Saturday. And then you wake up and just get back after it again. And it's just a whole day thing. And then all the way through the night. Um, yeah, it would have been more fun if we would have won. But it was definitely it was, it was a fun time coming back and seeing all my old friends and just, um, catching up with them, like having a couple of beers with them going out. It was cool. I'm hoping Michigan weekend we get a win because going out on Saturday night after a win versus a loss is night and day. Yeah. It is so fun after loss, but yeah, it's a marathon on Saturdays. Yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely uh it's definitely it's way tougher than I thought it would be. It was like it was pretty easy until you get to in the end of the game, and then like after that it kind of determines like your mood. And them losing like doesn't make you want to drink or anything. Yeah, you kind of go back, hang out with your friends, and then like obviously we were gonna go out because we had a bunch of people who came into town that were out of town, just wanted to um, run it back. But uh, yeah, no, it was. It's definitely it's definitely a different mood when you're when you're winning versus losing going out. What do you think of Melrose for your first time? Awesome, so sick. I didn't even get a chance to see the Barstool tailgate. I was, I mean, I was. Um, I was all over. I was like Riley Moss's parents' tailgate, um, Nico Regani's parents' tailgate, both a blast. Um, Mrs. Mrs. Moss, I don't know who made these, but I had they had, she had these pickle wraps, which is like the most Iowa thing ever, and I love it. And it was literally just sliced up pickles with sour cream on the outside or cream cheese, cream cheese on the outside, then wrapped in bruschetta. Oh my gosh, dude! That it sounds was, awesome insane i was pounding those and i didn't eat breakfast that was like my breakfast yeah. five of those but then we um we went to the hard leaves tailgate and then we met like we met zach johnson who was like super cool with us knew who we were the craziest thing ever like it was just it was wild it was me yeah it was me henry jack kerner um a bunch of other people were showing up but like we were those us three were talking to him. He was like, yeah, I know you guys are. We're like, holy cow, dude, this is insane. Uh, so he's a diehard Hawkeye fan. Though. Yeah, he's a man, too. Cool guy. Really cool guy. But, yeah, no, it was uh, – for first experience, Melrose is awesome. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. They get all the food stands out there, too. Yeah. But mo- more importantly, everyone's just getting ready for the game in oh. many ways. <laughs> in many ways. Many yeah. ways. Yeah, I actually went over to the Barstool 
uh, Barstool tailgate you for a while. It was crazy. Like everyone was throwing cans at uh, Brandon Walker. Everyone, yeah, Brandon Walker. And yeah, everyone. But really, it was just hitting everyone who was just watching. Yeah. So frustrating. Yeah, sure. That's We got soaked before it even started raining. Yeah. Just from all the beer. But, <laughs> but yeah. That was that was a great atmosphere the entire way. Iowa State fans suck. They do. I, they're I, so late. Like I will say this though, I I, I can't I can't because this would be hypocritical hypocritical of me. Like all my friends know this. If I was like, if I was on that side as an Iowa State fan, I would have been the most obnoxious fan you've ever seen. So like, especially if they haven't won in eight years, like I would have been in people's faces. I would have been yelling like, like starting chance and like. Every single Iowa State fan was doing that. Like every single one. See, and like, but I was pissed, and I'm like, I can't blame them though. I'd do the same thing. The whole time that we were losing, they would be like, "Sit down, sit down." It's like, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, about you shut up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they just they just suck though. They they yeah. the worst fans. They are a different breed than Iowa fans, which yeah. is crazy because most of them come from the state of Iowa, but. Yeah, it's crazy. Big, Big 12 football, it's different. Oh, seeing them, like, happy at the bars after was probably the worst part. Yeah. But let's so, get into the game. Yeah. Let's do it. We're going to attack it. Attack it quick and easy. We need a reminder, though, we are a positive podcast. Always will be. Whatever spin zones we need to come about to have the positive feedback on the team, I mean – we're, we've only lost one game so far, so. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it is crazy to me. Like, like I know it wasn't the greatest game ever. Iowa State, not not great. But it's the second game of the season. There's 10 games left until bowl game, which I still believe we're easily going to make one. And, like, it's it, there shouldn't be panic mode. Like, there, there's no reason to panic mode. Yeah, it sucks as an Iowa State. But if you can't get past the loss to Iowa State and take it out on the next team, then it's like, okay, what are we doing here? But they have another game to look forward to and take out the loss, the, the feeling you had of losing to Iowa State and seeing them all over the field flipping people off. Take it take it out on the next game and, like, show them why like, Nevada's going to be a night game. Like, it's going to be crazy. When you guys sit down at the beginning of the season, Nevada or Rutgers, Nevada this week, and then Rutgers. Uh, when you guys sit down at the beginning of the season, what well, what are like the goals every year? I mean, the number one goal is always to make, uh, win the Big Ten championship. Well, it's win Big Ten West, then win the Big Ten. Win, win holy cow, win the Big Ten championship. Bang! First um, goal on the table. Haven't I'll, lost a conference game. Yep, but like. Iowa State, yeah, it's a comp or yeah, it's a big rivalry. We still have three rivalry games left. Like, it sucks that we've beaten them eight years in a row or nine years, hundred years. It feels like, but that's what we've in the past. Like now, there's there's so many more games to look forward to, and there's so many more opportunities that like this team can take advantage of, and they just should not worry about it. And I know they are not going to. Like all those guys are very good at putting stuff behind their behind the, themselves and moving on the next week. Yeah, um, and I mean, the West is very much in check. I will say Penn State beating Purdue week one was huge for 
the yeah. West. Big, Huge big. for the West. Yeah. I mean, they look good, but they played <laughs> Indiana State, so nothing to read into there. Yeah. Pat uh, says he's my boy. Shout out Chuck, dude. Yeah. Chuck, nine catches, 133 yards, three touchdowns. Three toddies. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Um, yeah, I mean, Cooper DeGene had a pick. Terry Roberts pick. Terry Roberts interception. Everyone in the stadium thought he dropped it. Oh, dude, I, I didn't even see it because, like, I saw it go into his hands. And I turned around and I was, like, screaming. And then, like, everyone's like, oh, I'm like, what happened? But then it was, it was fun. Dude, Coops was, Coops was money. Riley's – that Xavier Hutchinson's touchdown in the end zone, that was such oh, a push-off. It was insane. So we're in the – for everyone listening, we're in the corner of the end zone, front row. Uh, me and Coop sat separately. Front row, um, right on the goal line. And of the end zone that everything happened, the punt blocks, the field goal – for Iowa State, the touchdowns for both teams. And let me tell you, the refs, by the end of the game, they had heard enough from us. They, and the late hit out of bounds on it. The, I don't know if they called it on Roberts or DeGene, but that was bogus. I watched that again on uh, – on, I, I rewatched the game yesterday. But we were, in, we were yelling the entire time at the refs in the fourth quarter after that Moss catch. That was bogus and uh finally one of them had like come over and acknowledged that we were in their head the entire time and basically yeah, just dude. gave us a gesture which that's a, if they're acknowledging the fans i feel like they feel guilty because they know oh, yeah stupid stupid calls insane I mean, even kirk was yelling at him which you don't see that much do you see the picture of coach parker awesome i put that up on the instagram story for oh, yeah. the page yeah, he was he was fine. I mean, he should have been fired up. That was it was a tough game. It's 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 a bummer, but you know what? The Benson hold too in the back of the end zone, terrible. Yeah, there's so many bad calls in that game. Ball was already out of Decker's hands, nowhere near Dude, nowhere I mean, near the back of the end zone. Sort of Hutchinson. That was it. Mm-hmm. All he could do. It was just yeah, it was crazy. I don't but, know how you call a fumble on the field on the pot of bomb. Oh my right. gosh, dude. How I do you call that? I thought they were reviewing a touchdown. Yeah, I did too. When when they told me when I when everyone's like, yeah, it's, there's a sense of fumble. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I was like shocked because that made zero sense to me. Like, well, even so from our angle, you couldn't tell until they sat on their microphone ruling his fumble on the field. You could not tell, and we were right on the goal line. I don't know what the refs saw to change that. I, I don't care. It was it was crazy. Yeah, but were those those had to have been Big 12 refs. I don't think I've ever seen them before. Probably. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess upside from the game, the Hoops team got their rings. That was awesome. They did. They did. I just looking at them again, they're going to be good. Yeah, they're going to be sick. I mean, dude, they, what's his name? They're saying Chris is like the most like, like looked at or like, what, what's the word? He can go a lottery. Yeah, he's freaking most anticipated player of like this year because oh, of Keith. He's, lit. he's sick. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was great to see them get some get some hardware going in Iowa City again. Oh yeah, 
Uh, also, the Nebraska news. <clears throat> yeah, long time coming. Jeez, dude. He sucks. <laughs> he's so bad. Yeah, I knew he was going to get fired when I saw that video of him after they lost, of him sliding down the railing. You see that? Yep. Oh, my gosh. He was right like- before they went to Ireland. And then for him to come out after an entire preseason and say that his offensive coaches had to adapt week one. Mm. You can't throw your coaches under the freaking bus, dude. No, no matter what. doesn't matter. I will give props to Iowa for that this week. Oh, biz- it is business as usual. Like the media say. is trying to stir up whatever they can. Yeah, it's and, like it's the media's job. They always do that. Yeah, like um, they 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 have done a good job of holding their ground. Mm-hmm. I will say, quote of the week. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Riley Moss said to one of the reporters this week. I've learned to get away from most of it because I've learned a way to get away from it because most of the people tweeting stuff are sitting on their couch, drunker than piss and eating potato chips. So why do I care what that person thinks? And it says Riley Moss on dealing with outside noise and criticism. I love it. I freaking love that. That is so spot on too. Quote of the week. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool how the defense has had their backs because obviously they could – they could turn. They, they could turn it in a heartbeat. I mean, everyone's trying to do their job. Um, so I mean, that's good. But dang, I hope they turn it around for Nevada. Yeah, I think they will. Nothing would be more pleasing than these next two games to just hang fifty apiece. Oh my gosh, dude, that would that'd be awesome. Um, outlook it's for Nevada. It's very doable. Very doable. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, Nevada just gave up 55 to Incarnate Word. So <laughs> <laughs> if, if we still come away with seven points, uh, let's be looking inward. But we're staying positive. We are going to hang 55 on them. And then maybe 100. Who knows? Maybe what a turnaround that would be. That'd be late. If we had 114 points. After week three, coming in with 14. Come on. It's possible. I love that. Uh, Also, Northwestern looked bad. They lost to Duke this week. So that makes Nebraska's loss even worse. So much worse. I mean, I think think Northwestern didn't even look that good against Nebraska. No. They still beat them. It's just Nebraska, like, they're they're masters of choking a game. Like, they, they can't finish a thing. Um. It's, it's it's shocking to me that he wasn't fired like two years ago. Oh, and to still be blaming people. These are no. your recruits now, Scott Frost. These yeah. are your coaches that you hired. Your entire staff, your fans are behind you. They haven't gotten you fired yet because I feel like Nebraska is kind of like Texas in the sense of like, yeah. Dude. Once once you lose them, you're out. Like the fans of boosters. Yeah, dude, it's 100%. And I, going back to what you said, I totally agree with you. That's what makes Iowa that much cooler. You know what? wasn't a great game, but who's turning on anyone in our program? No one. Mm-hmm. No that's one. not what Iowa does. That's no. just saying that's, it shows the kind of culture, the team chemistry everyone has. It doesn't matter how crappy. If one side played bad or the other side played bad, the other side is still going to have their backs. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's one of the cool things that – 
from my perspective, especially more so doing the pod this year, because we talked to a lot more of them. Obviously, you've known them forever, but <clears throat> just like seeing how they go home and like they want to get better, like it, you know, bad game, they're watching film. Yeah, like that. But no matter what, they're getting back to the facility and they're sticking together as a team. It's not like they go home wondering wow, why did this go, like, if they don't lose their minds, you know, their head is still business as usual, business as usual. Like what we see in their interviews with the media is much different than what we see on Twitter from fans and stuff. So that's right. very cool to see how they can keep it together. Right. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, also, we have a shout out. Michael Marques, twin of Henry, first career touchdown this weekend. It was like a 38, like 38, like 42 yard touchdown. Yeah. It was elite, dude. Right down the seam. Fired up. I love it. Mike. Mike. Up too. It was sweet. What a beast. Oh, and another shot. Actually, I just saw this. Henry texted me this. Texted us a bunch of our group chats. Um, so Henry and Mike have another brother named Jim, and he is running the Chicago Marathon. Um, and he, where is it? I believe he's doing like a fund for like the children's hospital. I don't know if it's Iowa Children's Hospital, but I think it's just in general. Um, where is it? Jim Marques. Give me two seconds here. Yeah. So he is, since October 9th, he's running the Chicago Marathon to advocate health care to support the children's hospital. Um, so he's trying to help raise money for future in the future um, to try and give more hope and a better chance. So, uh, We'll tweet out that link too. Um, yep. Great cause. Jim's a great guy. Um, and I mean, if we could raise as much money as we could for that uh, that fund, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll tweet that out after this. Um, yeah, another. Th uh, yeah, so Illinois, I, they actually don't look bad at all. I, they do have a loss, but um, their running back is insane. Yeah, dude, he's filthy. Brown is I, still balling. I'm sorry. I love Illinois. I think their defense is kind of bad. Yeah, like that's what's going on. Their corners are not great. They can't cover well. But, like, their offense is actually filthy. It's going to be interesting to see DeVito face a Big Ten defense because he got eaten up in the ACC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's, a lot, so, there's, a lot, there's a lot of question marks in that. There's a lot of question marks in the Big Ten right now. You know what's crazy too? This is all. This is all of the West that we're covering. Wisco, loss to a shit team. Terrible team. Shit. Wazoo is not a. They aren't even the best team in Washington. No. In the Pac-12, stinks. Yeah, not good. Wazoo, who else? Wazoo lost. Wazoo um, beat Wisco. Dude, this week they got. All right, I'll save this for pr predictions because we got a bunch of stuff we can do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, that's huge. I mean, honestly, we're one and one. The West is wide open. Wide open. The only – Purdue has a conference loss. I would take a Iowa State loss over a conference loss this year any day of the week. Yeah. Um, so, Nebraska's done. Uh, Wisco – they look terrible. I mean, their defense, they just lost everyone. They have Braylon Allen, but Mertz is trouble Mertz for them. Is trash. And they got some good receivers, too. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Northwestern lost. They look bad. Uh, Michael Marquez touchdown. Illinois win, but they already have a loss. Uh, a conference loss. Yep. So them too. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, Purdue. But we do have to talk about – so our the West is ours to win. Yeah. That's yep. that's all we have for the week. Forget yep. about Iowa State. The West is ours. It is. Yes, the West is ours. How about Van Ness on special teams? Unreal. Unreal, dude. It's – I mean, he's a beast. We all we knew that. We were talking about before he's coming to the season. He's a freaking tank, dude. I mean, it was, un- it was unbelievable how well our special teams played. Tory played out like phenomenal. T. Rob did great on the outside, dude. T. Rob is so good as a. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. I think T. Rob is the best gunner I've ever seen. I was good. Yes, I had that in my notes. Uh, meant to say that. Unbelievable. His tackle at the 10 yard line on that one play. Just this shit. He's sick. He's always around the ball on special teams. Yeah. He's, uh, ever since he started playing special teams, like when he first got there, he's always been filthy. Mm-hmm. This year is on another that's the thing about Iowa's, You go to special teams, that's how you get on uh, like offense and defense. And now he's starting corner. Mm-hmm. And he's doing good. And he's, he's playing big. great. Yeah. He's playing so, great at corner. Love- Love to see that that progress and that that transformation. Yep. Uh, Quinn Schulte gets the scholarship. Well deserved. Well deserved. He's a dude, <laughs> smart, smart ass safety. He's a talk he's about hammer in the nail there. Oh sweet! I was going. I, I think I lost my voice on that play. So he sick. Comes up and just played the world. Dude. It was sweet. Him <laughs> Cooper DeGene's also everywhere on the field. He looks great. <laughs> He's so great. good. It's fun, uh, dude. It's fun, it's fun to see that. And I, you know what? Offense didn't play good. Simple as that. But yeah. And they that know this. Drive, that first drive was electric. So fun. Like, so fun. Spence looked great. Freaking LaShawn, dude. That was awesome. His touchdown was awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just – Everyone's fired up, and they've got the offense rolling. That was it. Was exciting. It's it's hope. It's promising. That is promising right there. Here's my here's my hopes for the week. You know, we're getting into tough waters here. I want to see the offense throw the ball deep. It seemed like in person, it didn't, or we didn't take too many shots. Like there weren't many routes run over yeah. 10 yards. I would like to see that, especially as these receivers start coming back. Another hope is Caleb Williams. He's our third string running back. Or, yeah. Caleb. Is it Caleb Johnson? So uh, many Williams and Johnsons. I think it's, I think it's Johnson. It's Caleb Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Um, Caleb Johnson. looks awesome when he's on that field, dude, he's, I saw, so I saw him. I was at practice on Friday. Yeah, um, just watching, seeing how those guys looked. He is for a true freshman running back, gigantic. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's crazy, like how big. Yeah, it's Caleb Johnson. Um, it's crazy how big these guys that come in. Like they're just like he's yoked, and he's just he's he's he knows the offense well. It seems like, and it's cool to see that. It's cool to see that we're that deep at running back. That's big. Oh. And like going off what you're saying, hopes, I'm with you on that because 
based on the last two weeks, every coach now is going to game plan that we're not going to throw the ball deep. Like we haven't, yeah. we haven't tried it. And even if the guys don't come back this week, still, we don't know when they're coming back. If they don't come back this week, you're still going to try and throw it deep. Because yep. like you got Wick, you got um, AB, Brody's back, Jack Johnson. Those guys are in. People are not expecting those guys to get the ball. Like, like Wick and JJ, it's their first year really, really playing. Um, same with Brody. But, like, they're not expecting those guys to get the ball, so they're not going to focus in on those guys at all. So you got to think about chucking it deep with them or deeper routes. Like, at the end of the game, they threw it to Wick um, on that – what's it called? It was, like, a deep in or something like that. Mm-hmm. Play on it. Um, but you got to start – you got to start opening it up a little bit because – it's so easy to game plan a team that just runs it and throws it short. And um, I know you got to get the fundamentals down and the basics down, but they'll come. And if you can't, if you can't open it up a little bit and just try, it's just, it's going to be tough to, to win against a, a defensive coordinator who's like game planning up all short and um, short pass plays and run plays. So they'll figure it out. And they, they know that they're smart. Iowa's smart. They'll figure it out. Not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, there were there were a few drives where uh, it kind of seemed like Spencer got going a little bit. You know, throw for a first down, hit Laporte in the flat, yeah, and then come back with two running plays and then have a third and long. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see it open up where we have more third and short opportunities and or second and short even, so we can open up that playbook, but. Uh, yeah, we can stick with the spin zone. Maybe we're saving the playbook till conference play. Yeah. Hey, that's what we're saying. Yep. <laughs> Our goal is to win the Big Ten. It's still there. The goal has not been not been off the table yet. On the bright side, I know we talked about this last week, how Ohio State, how are they going to move the ball? Notre Dame lost. Notre Dame is bad. <laughs> Notre Dame is bad. Dude, This I love college football, dude. Notre Dame then, lost, AM lost, freaking Wisconsin lost. It's so fun seeing that. Here's here's some high outlook on the season. Michigan has beaten three of the worst teams. I saw Tom Fornelli came out with his top 25 worst teams in college football right now. Michigan has beaten two of them. One of them should be on there as well. Yeah. Uh, so Michigan's just beaten them. Oh. They play UConn next. Yeah. So the two wins have been two of the, the two worst programs, and now they play UConn. Yeah. Ohio State barely beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame's 0-2 with a loss to Marshall. And then uh, Purdue, 0-1 in conference. Illinois, 0-1 in conference. Nebraska, dumpster fire. Northwestern just lost to Duke. They're a basketball school. Yep. High outlook on those games now. And Nevada should be a cakewalk again. 41-55 was their last game, and that was against Incarnate Word. Yeah. You know what's fun about Nevada is that Nevada's going to be coming in pumped up, seeing that we've lost or we lost to Iowa State. They're going to know they're going to try and beat us when we're down. I'm telling you, Iowa, when they're down, they're a different breed. They're a different breed. They know how to come back. So it's going to be mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be sick. It's going to be what's great. What's it like? What's it like in the so we aren't gonna have <clears throat> to have players on after a loss? Um, just so everyone knows. 
uh, you know, we'll let them focus up. But what's it like in a locker room after a loss in that whole dead week silent. of prep? Locker room after loss, dead silent. Dead silent. You can't say much. Everyone knows it. Sunday, it's literally no one talks about the game. You watch the game for an hour and a half. You watch film. You know, it's tough to watch it. People are bummed out about it. But as soon as that film's off, it's gone. That game's gone. Next week's up. And then everyone's focused on that. Monday, it's uh, a pretty slow tempo day. It's very mental. Um, your game plan for Nevada. Um, what was today? Wednesday? It says, today was their last hard practice of the week. They're done after today. Um, Thursday's their off day. And then Friday, they're doing a fast practice. And then they're out, um, go to the hotel. But, I mean, the whole week, it's pretty – especially with the loss like that, they're going to be pretty focused in. Every coach, they're not going to be taking any small shit lightly. Um, they're going to be very meticulous with how things are done, detail-oriented. And uh, if it's not detailed, they're going to run it back again. It's, especially after this last week, they're very, they're going to be very, very um, keyed in on how they do things around the facility, um, note-taking in meetings. It's every small detail is going to be watched now because it's – it's uh, it's one of those things where they need to get turned around and get this season in full gear. Uh, it's not going to be good, but they're going to get turned around. They're going to be fine. They will get in full gear, so it'll be fine. Is there any extra motivation? Um, yeah. The fact that we lost yeah. State. Yeah. That's, I that's, guess that's something that you never got to experience. No, never. It's, I think it's, it's – Iowa State, it was always a game you took for granted because – not for granted. It was never taken for granted because it's a wrong word. They're always close games. So it didn't matter what they were ranked. It didn't matter what we were ranked. We could have been the worst team in the country. They could have been number three. It would have been a one-point game, guaranteed. And, um, I mean, losing to them, it's just it's not fun. I'm mm -hmm. sure. I never had that feeling, but I'm sure it's not fun. And all the coaches in that locker room, especially the ones that have played at Iowa, hate Iowa State. So, could this be because they stopped playing the Cyclone warning? Yeah, no. So apparently, they. I, I was actually in the facility and they were playing it. They were. Playing oh, okay. All right, good. So, yeah, they figured it out midway they, through the week. They did. They did. But good. All right. So no the excuses then. That's that's the motivation. That's a big. That's a big motivational piece right there for the season. Yeah, that is. It's got to be way different bouncing back after a non-conference loss and seeing Nevada, then, you know, like losing to Purdue and next week you have Wisconsin or yeah. losing to Wisconsin. And then you have Illinois. Like those are like, all right, well, we got a conference game next week. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. I, this is a statement game for them. If, if they, if yeah. they don't come out and put them, put their foot in the ground and freaking pound these guys, um, they need to lock in a little more, get ready for, uh, Rutgers, but mm -hmm. I think they will. I think they're, they're going to be fine. Um, let's get to some outlooks and predictions, huh? Yep. Also, I I have not won a bet since June. Yes, I didn't bet at all this weekend. Thank you. <laughs> You're so lucky. Yeah. Actually, to take back, the only bet I would have done was was uh, to have Georgia State, Southern State. Who played Nebraska? Georgia Southern. I was going to put a bunch of money on them covering. They just won outright. Won outright, yeah. Forget the points. Give the money line. Yeah. So my dumbest bet of the week was I did throw the Iowa-Iowa State over. 
I don't. Yeah, I know a lot of people were were hammering the over just because of last week. I like, wanted a challenge. I wanted to like be in the stadium. Did you and listen sweat to and yell? You listen to part of my take or not part of my take? Pickums? No, I don't Arsenal. listen to that. That's exactly big. Big cat. Big cat took the over because he said he wanted a challenge. Dude, it's it, there's some Iowa games where you have to be just in the like if you're gonna be yelling the whole time, you have to take the over because that gets you way more into the game. Yeah. It's yeah. it it's a fan thing. It's a fan thing. So if anyone is struggling to wake up this week for Nevada, thinking, oh, maybe I won't go to the game, maybe I won't watch it because it's we haven't scored that much. Throw the over and see how you like that. All yeah. right, you'll be watching that football game. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, <clears throat> NFL in my Survivor League, I actually took the Giants to beat the Titans and it <laughs> drilled. <laughs> That's high. So I'm sticking with that. Um, we can get right into bats if we want, but my two locks of the week, I enjoyed sweating out an underdog. Yeah. My two locks of the week are Lions. I got them opening when they're underdogs to the commanders. Nice. And I'm waiting for Spencer's over in yards. I like it. Those are my two bets of the week. That's the week. I'm trying to think who I really haven't looked at any bets. I've 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 been trying to stay away from the bet train after the first week, but um I've been hearing a lot of like NFL bets, a lot of um there's a lot of nine and a half as a spread. Uh mm-hmm. is Washington favored over Detroit? Yeah, they are now. The line keeps or no, Detroit is now favored because everyone's betting on them. Yeah, I'd almost take – I'd take Washington money line. Dude, the Bears. What a surprise. That was, that was bear weather. That was Hawkeye and bear weather all weekend. Amir was Amir was playing. Yeah, new addition. And that's yeah. a fresh playbook for him. Oh, yeah. So he'll only increase time. Yeah. Um, yeah, Thursday night we have Chiefs Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers. I like it. I like it. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't make a bets of the week. I'm, 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 I'm clean this week. I'm not going to do anything. I say, you listen, have to. listen to Jack. You have if to I, get back into it. I'll, I'll think of some bets and I'll, I'll text him a Jack and we tweet it. We'll, we'll tweet him out. All right, I like that. We'll have to get Ryan involved as well. Yeah, Ryan is our bet guy. You know what's crazy for the week? Huh? Purdue Syracuse. What do you think the line is? Uh, I'm going to say Purdue minus seven. <laughs> I thought it? it would be around that too. Syracuse is favored by one and a half. Um, I'd hammer Purdue. That's my Ve- that's my that's, a, that's what Vegas wants you to do. I don't care. Purdue might be one and two. I don't know. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I bet on Purdue last time they screwed me. Yep. Vegas doesn't like them. No, they don't. All right. So story on that. So Andre is Sarah, Andre Schmidt, Syracuse kicker. Uh, should have transferred to Iowa this year. We uh, we attempted, but um, but Syracuse has Andre. He went to Vernon Hills High School in Illinois. Charlie is on Purdue. Went to Deerfield High School in Illinois. That game 
ended with Andre just ruining him, ending Deerfield's season basically on a walk-off kick. So that's a revenge for Charlie, revenge game for Charlie. I'm still taking Andre to win by a last-second field goal. Yeah, I like that. Can you so, see me? You can't see me right now, right? What? Never mind. Who's a senior? Never mind. I was going to say, can you see me? Oh. Um, oh. But, yeah, so I'm taking Syracuse money line. I don't care. I like it. <laughs> I respect the meaning behind it. I respect the, the call. Yeah. And I'm taking Iowa-Nevada over, 39. <clears throat> I like it. There we go. You got to stick with it. Uh, let's go player – Players to watch this week. What's a bold take on player stats? Uh, I'm gonna say I don't know if I don't know if anyone's back this week. All right, here's a here's a here's a bold stat. I'm gonna say Alec Wick has over three and a half catches. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Um. They need to get him to ball more because he's actually sweet. I love, I love Wood. He's he's quick with it. Offensive take. I'm gonna go Arland has two two receiving touchdowns. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm gonna say um I'm gonna say Caleb Johnson's first career uh Iowa touchdown. Yeah. First career Iowa touchdown, and he's he hasn't had a touchdown, right? No, 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 no. We've only I'm had I'm gonna we say, only had Williams get in. That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna say Caleb Johnson has his first touchdown, and then um shoot. Give us a defensive. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say LaShawn and uh Caleb have touchdowns. All right, you gotta give us a defensive one. Um defensive I'm giving a special teams now, too. Yeah. Um, defensive. Yeah, we'll go all three. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, um, I'm going to say. I'm going to say Quinn Schulte has a pick this week. Yes. I like it. And then special teams, I'm going to say. They're going to key in on uh, Vanessa now. I'm trying to think he's coming off the edge. I don't know. If they could get Terry off the edge somehow and bring a safety back to the gunner, it'd be sick. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say there's another another punt block. Mm. Another punt I block. love that. That was two punt blocks in a game by Van Ness, just by him. Big time. So they're gonna be double. So at least some people open. What a coaching move by LeVar to put a big fellow right there, too. He's fast, too. Lucas. Oh, so fast. That's awesome. Um, Defensive predictions. I have two. So you have two offense. I have one. I'm going to go two defense here. Terry Roberts, revenge. He is getting the pick six this week. He's getting in the end zone. Revenge from last week. I like it. My second one, Joe Evans, two sacks. I like that. That lot. guy's everywhere. I like that a lot. He's so fun to watch, dude. Going and he was a walk-on too. Yeah, dude, he's awesome. I, I actually, I, I was, I was at the, when I was at practice on Friday. I was talking to a bunch of guys, and Joe wants to get on really bad. Oh, that'd be awesome, dude. Yeah, at a class with Joe, uh, great guy. 
Yeah, that'd be fun. Joe's a good dude. Good. Uh, so yeah, I mean, and then special teams. Um, Tory pins him within the five. Twice within the five. I wish you could prop bet punters. Oh, that would be so. Because I would. We'd be rich as Hawkeye dude. fans. Oh my gosh, dude! That would be pumping the economy of Iowa. Yeah, I'd be sick. <laughs> um, so those are our predictions. Hopefully, we get to we get back to having um, some players on next week with a win. Yep. Um, again, that will be contingent on winning this season. Uh, but yeah, shout out to all of them. It was a blast in Iowa City. We actually saw a few people, got some waves, uh, met some fans. So that was cool. Uh, shout out to all the listeners. You guys are the best. Love you guys. Absolutely. We do love you guys. Um, and then we'll be back from Michigan. That's only three weeks away. Yep. Fire up, baby. Hype. And that'll be a win. We're going to see Iowa City buzzing at night after a win. Absolutely buzzing. Love it. Well, let's go beat Nevada. Let's go win the West. And let's save the playbook for – you know what? Maybe empty the playbook this week. We, yeah. give, we, we give them permission. We get we get a new playbook by for Rutgers because we play we use every play this week. Yep, that's right. Give me the trick plays. I tweeted this out yesterday. Give us the trick plays. Empty them out this week. Get trick plays, sweeps, oh, long yeah. balls. Everything. Give us everything we have in our arsenal, and let's just drop seventy seven on the board. One hundred percent, baby. Eleven touchdowns. I love it. All right. Well. Uh, We'll see you guys next week, and go Hawks. Go Hawks, baby.